Kozian, the end of hour three. JJ, John Jastrzemski, Infamous and Maggie right here. CBS Sports Radio 855-212-4CBS. Moving closer and closer to study NFL season. And I'm sure this gentleman now making the transition maybe from Orioles baseball to doing his job, which is 24-7, 365. Anyway, covering all things NFL. You see him on the NFL today. He's all over the place. Our guy, Jason Lockenfora. What's up, Jason? How are you, my man? Man, how's everything with you? Jason, doing well, man. I'm uh, losing sleep over the Yankees and the Dolphins each and every day, but what oh, else boy. is new? I mean, yeah. that's par for the course. Let's start with the Miami Dolphins first and foremost. Jake Cutler, you know about the relationship with Adam Gaze. Played well when Adam Gaze was the offensive coordinator in 2015. How realistic is it that Jake Cutler could be playing quarterback for the Dolphins? I, I mean, I think it's fairly realistic. Yeah, it's, um, it's a real possibility. The Dolphins... I would imagine in the next 48 hours, you know, just just kind of um, accept reality here and, and all parties agree that for the long-term future of the franchise and Ryan Tannehill, you're just going to have to get this thing, you know, completely cleaned up now, uh, go through with, with, with some surgical procedures and, you know, live to fight another day in 2018. Uh, and then in the short term, for this year, Jay Cutler becomes a very real reality. Now he still has to beat out Matt Moore for the ultimate job, and he's going to want some financial assurances that that sort of uh, indicate that that he's sort of the lead dog or you know the de facto starter. And I don't know exactly how they sort that out because I don't think he's coming back for you know vet minimum one year deal with some incentives. I think you're going to have to sweeten the pot. A little bit more for him, but there, you know, it's a very real thing when a guy has actually been in the system, has, you know, made the calls before, knows the entire offense, knows the guy calling the plays, you know, pretty well, and had, you know, one of his best seasons, arguably his best season under Adam Gase. Now it wasn't his sexiest season, it wasn't his most prolific season, but Adam Gase did a tremendous job and kind of forcing and scaring the turnovers out of Jay Cutler, or at least mitigating the turnovers. Jason, the Miami Dolphins are going to have an uphill climb if they want to be back in the postseason. The AFC already has a team in the East who wins the division year after year in the Patriots, and they're playing for a wild-court spot, and their schedule's a lot more difficult. Cutler, Kaepernick, Matt Moore, you name me the quarterback that's out there. Who gives them the best chance, in your opinion, to be a playoff team in 2017? Well, I, I didn't think they were going back to the playoffs w- with Tannehill. So I, I don't know that any of those guys necessarily meets that standard that, that you're talking about. I think it's a team that is still very much um, on the build, um, on 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 the roster still under construction. And, and, you know, we see teams sometimes that in the first year of a new regime jump up, um, win, win some games that in the past they probably lost. But, but then, you know, it's not this league – it's it's very rare that you improve by three or four wins and then improve by two wins on top of that and then win a Super Bowl. You know, that's that's not usually how it goes. And to your point, the schedule's tougher this year. Um, I think the way certain things line up for them is tough. And, and they're still not the complete package. They lost their defensive coordinator. There's some change that they had to deal with sooner than expected. So I thought that, that they might be um, – maybe a better team all the way around in some ways. I thought the defense maybe could make some steps, um, could make some strides, but they still end up, you know, eight and eight or something like that. And, and sometimes that's just how it goes. 
Jason, it seems like the Miami Dolphins not going to be in on Colin Kaepernick. The Baltimore Ravens were in the news regarding Colin Kaepernick, maybe bringing him in to back up Joe Flacco. Your gut feel, is Colin Kaepernick playing in the National Football League in 2017? I, it, it, you know, I'll, I'll say the same thing that I'll say in May. If, if some team gets in dire, desperate straits and he's the last guy standing for them, then I think he will. And, and until or unless we reach that point, then he'll largely can speak, be, you know, teams will largely continue to treat him as if he's not even an available free agent, as if he's on some other list or exempt list or suspended list. They will, they will continue to not work him out. They will continue to not extend uh, contract overtures. They will continue to not negotiate with him. Um, we've got over 100 quarterbacks employed in the NFL now, and he's not one of them. I mean, you know, people want to knock him. They want to they critique this and that. Uh, that's great. There's no way you're telling me there's 100 guys better than him. There's not 64 guys better than him. I don't believe there's 32 guys better than him. Um, there may not be 22 guys better than him, but he's somewhat of a pariah right now. Uh, the Ravens had to, I believe, give him a lot of lip service just because of their unique situation with the Harbaugh brothers and with Greg Roman being on the staff and with John Harbaugh having come out a couple of times publicly prior and said, no, he's not being blackballed and it's just going to be a, the right football decision and there's a place for him in the league. You know, they had to at least make it the, out like they're ruminating on it. And, and certainly, you know, they talked about it internally, but I keep hearing Joe Flacco is going to be doing much more on Monday than he has the last few weeks and they feel good about his return to practice, you know, soon. So that's a short-term injury for them. Spend a couple minutes with our standing NFL insider. Check him out on the NFL today on CBS. Jason Lockenfora. Jason, in Houston, they drafted Sean Watson in round number one. But then you have DeAndre Hopkins, who's a Clemson guy. And I figured he'd be singing the praises of Watson. That is, he's this guy. They expect him to be the quarterback. And he's defended Tom Savage, which I found a little bit surprising. From what you're hearing in Houston, their quarterback week one, who's it going to be? I'd say that's still to be determined. That you know, certain teams at the preseason, you know, it doesn't matter a whole lot for it. You know, nobody's going to be sweating the New England Patriots preseason results. You know, no, excuse me. By and large, people aren't going to be, you know, freaking out in Pittsburgh if the Steelers don't have a, a you know, a decent August. But it matters in Houston. It matters to set the tone for the regular season. It matters because they don't know who their field general, their their on-field leader, is yet on offense. And it's going to have to play out. I think the key thing to keep in mind with Houston to me is Bill O'Brien has had the quickest hook in the league. He's like Billy Martin, you know, or like George Steinbrenner when it comes to firing managers. He, you know, yanked Brian Hoyer like 27 minutes into a season after being on national television saying, you know, on hard knocks saying, don't look over your shoulder. This isn't a short-term thing. You're my guy. And then, you know, midway through the third quarter of the first game of the season, he's out. So I think they're both going to play. I think there'll probably be a lot of times where they both play in the same game um, until someone is is sort of seen as head and shoulders above the other. And and I do think Watson will will get opportunities to show he can be the guy. I just don't know if he'll take advantage of it. Nobody knows. You know, it's a different system he's coming from. It's very rudimentary and things that – you know, an, an average pro NFL quarterback would take for granted he's still dealing with just in terms of getting under center and reading a defense in different ways and reading the entire field and maybe not just half the field. So we'll see. We'll see. 
Jason, are the Texans the best team in that division? I don't think so. I think it's the Titans. Um, I, I have questions about the Texans. The quarterback, you know, you've you got J.J. Watt coming back off a of significant back surgery. Their left tackle is holding out, and even when he does eventually come out, come back, because I think he'll kind of sort of have to to get his money, uh, he's been hurt quite a bit in recent years. You know, Fuller's out now. Um, they lost their top cornerback from last year to free agency. I, I, I like the, the Titans. They fly under the radar. Um, that's everything. Yeah, Corey Davis suffered an injury. It doesn't look like it's going to be anything too significant, I think. Uh, they've got the best quarterback in the division because right now the Colts don't know when their quarterback's going to be able to practice, much less play. Uh, I, I like the Titans. It, it's not it's not super, uh, um, you know, like it, it's not the, the the greatest entertainment value in the league because they run the ball so much. They're not going to you know redefine the passing game. But I like the collection of talent they have. I like the way those guys interact with one another. And I think Dick LeBeau you know, has made some significant major strides on that, with that defense. I, I think they win 10 games or so, 10, 11 games, and win that division. I'm with you on the Tennessee Titans. And, Jason, the New England Patriots, without a doubt, the gold stand in the league. They had been yeah. for the better part of 17 years. This is not breaking news. That said, in the AFC, I'm trying to figure out Who's got the best shot of giving them a game, maybe in the AFC title game, but going mono e mono? Because listen, the Steelers are loaded offensively. You cover the league, you know this. Anytime the Steelers see the New England Patriots, they yeah. fold up like a cheap suit. They don't match up well. So I look at the Raiders. I know they're young. I know they still have a lot of growing to do. But I see Khalil Mack and Bruce Irvin. I see Derek Carr. You bring in more Sean Lynch, Amari Cooper, Crabtree. I look at Oakland as the team that if they're right, if they're healthy, they're the biggest threat to New England in the AFC. Do you agree? You know, I, I think they certainly can be. They've got to they've got to get some things right on defense. I mean, uh, you know, and especially the secondary, the front seven. I think, especially if Mario Edwards can finally stay a little bit healthy, I think will be more stable than what we've seen. You know, but uh, you know, the, the the safety they took two years ago from West Virginia, he he was hurt when they drafted him. He was nicked up a lot last year. Does he make that jump this year? You know, Gary and Conley, I love that pick for them. I think there'll be great value there. But, you know, rookie corners can struggle a little bit at times. I think they have the pieces there to, for, that, for that side of the ball to be better over time. But does it gel enough this year for them to win road playoff games in January against the kind of offenses that we're sitting here talking about in, in New England and, and Pittsburgh? Um, I still think Pittsburgh's the second-best team in the AFC. I think because of Big Ben and his experience in big games, um, I, I just I, I think they have. I, even though the results say it hasn't been great with them in New England, I think if they find a way to get home field, and New England has to go to Heinz, I think it's a different proposition. So uh, I, I think Pittsburgh is is the team that if there is one in the AFC that that um, you know knocks the the Patriots off, I, I still think it's them. Jason Lockham for NFL on CBS. Jason, enjoy the rest of your summer. I know busy days await. Yeah, and I will be rooting me, like yeah. crazy, brother. I know they're already here. Who am I kidding? I will be rooting like crazy for your Orioles, even though I'm a Yankee guy for this reason. 80 and a half, Jason. I need 80 oh, and a half. Oh, you took the over. Yeah, I'm it'll not, be, I'm not feeling too good. It'll be yeah. a struggle with the starting pitching. I, I, hope, I hope you win your bet, and I hope the O's keep winning. But there you go. Not expecting not, it. At least I got it. the Yankees over 82 and a half, right? I'll, I'll roll with that. Yeah, you should. You're going to win at least one of those bets. There we go. Jason, always a pleasure, man. We'll All see right, you buddy. soon. Good Have stuff. a good one.